Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are John Reichman and Eli West. We recorded this right before they caught a plane to Tasmania on the front porch of the cabin in the backyard of Hunter and Susie Owens' house in Sydney. Hunter and Susie, thanks again so much for all your hospitality. This episode is brought to you in part by Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan. When the urge to buy more instruments surfaces, or you just need more music accessories like picks and tuners and strings, go stock up at elderly.com. Get Up in the Cool does have sponsors, but it's mainly funded by its listeners. So if you like Get Up in the Cool and want to keep it going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details, and I'll let you know where to get a hold of more of my guests' music. But first, here's my interview and jam with John Reichman and Eli West. Enjoy. good you were up in the cool there but. <laughs> oh thank you john <laughs> uh, john reichman and eli west welcome to get up in the cool pleasure Thanks. to be here we're in uh here is Susie and hunter's uh backyard cabin in the middle of uh, urban sydney it's good to be here too <laughs> mm-hmm. um so uh what what did we just play 
Uh, the Road to Malvern, yeah. which is uh, done by Jim Childress, yeah. I believe. Shout out to Jim. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for that good tune. I've never met him, but he wrote a great tune. Yeah, he's a really good tune writer. Yeah. Also, a shout out to Joe DeJarnett for uh, playing some really heavy bass on the recording that both John and I heard it from, the Light and Hitch record. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is really hard hitting music without uh, guitar or mandolin. Uh, yeah. So we're just trying, we're playing catch up on these instruments maybe <laughs> yes it's our answer to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> passive aggressive cover a little bit <laughs> no that's an awesome recording yeah, yeah it's really good hmm. so um i'm just gonna ask you all about how you got into playing traditional music maybe maybe i'll start with you John. sure yeah well i um you know i started out playing guitar when i was a kid 12 years old you know playing Creedence clearwater songs very and, good and uh you know 12 bar blues and and uh, sort of discovered bluegrass music through television because there were no players around. I grew up in Northern California and uh, I'd see the Beverly Hillbillies with the Flatt and Scruggs and the yeah. Dillards on the Andy Griffith show. So I was kind of aware of this music. And then a little later, John Hartford on the Smothers Brothers show. So I knew there was this. John Hartford was on the Smothers Brothers show. Yeah, he was a writer and, and performer on, on there. On I keep occasion. learning more and more about him. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was kind of. I guess his big breakthrough from being a, you know, a hillbilly musician to, uh, to uh, you know, Glenn Campbell recording "Gentle on My Mind." For for those people who weren't raised on the Smothers Brothers, like like I was, people in my generation, I'm probably the, one of the only people who know who they are, who's my age. But like, uh, they're like a comedy. Yeah, they were they were folk, folk, yeah, yeah, they were brothers and they were uh, folk musicians, but they also had this great comedy thing, and they had a television show. It was quite um, uh, progressive for the time, and it ended up getting canceled because it was too progressive. Well, how is it too progressive? I don't uh, want to poli- politically, <laughs> politically, it was you know because the Vietnam War was on, and they yeah. uh, had some blatant comments on that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, John any, Hartford. Any, so, yeah. so yeah. So, uh, where I lived in in Northern California, I was able to find John Hartford's Aeroplane record, yes. and that opened the door to. Uh, Norman Blake and Vassar Clemens, and I was aware of Bill Monroe, so I just kind of got into it. But it was this, um, you know, kind of cult music <laughs> at yeah. the time, so I was I was pretty intrigued by it. And a family friend loaned me a mandolin, and I got uh, more and more into it and started teaching myself and listened to Doc Watson and yeah. and learned how to flat pick the guitar and just kind of taught myself and learned as many fiddle tunes as possible. <laughs> And uh, then, you know, kept playing and ended up joining a band based in San Francisco called The Good Old Persons that featured Kathy Callick and... Uh, Shoot, that's a good name. Well, good it's, old it's, it started out as all women. It was five yeah. women started the band and then they integrated after a few years and I was able to join the band. And they were a great progressive, uh, well, not not really progressive, but they wrote their own material. Yeah. And uh, hmm. so that was a great uh, band for me to land in. And... Um, then I got a job with Tony Rice, who lived down there too. Who's that's a good gig. Yeah, it was good. Shoot. That was quite quite a quite a coup. So that's yeah, that's kind of the my my uh, journey to this kind of music. Very good. Yeah, and uh, what do you do now? Now I uh, mostly lead a bluegrass band called John Reichman and the Jaybirds, which is um, we do a lot of my original tunes and songs. And there's uh, some some really good singing. Patrick Sauber, who you may. No, yeah. he's an old-time musician. Yeah. He's also a great bluegrass banjo player, but he plays guitar in our band. 
and uh, play with Eli whenever we can and um, different things. I, I play some some uh, Latin and jazz music with a great fingerstyle guitarist named John Miller, mm. who's also a great old time player too. So I just play as much music as possible with as much time at home as possible. It's hard, <laughs> hard to juggle. Yeah. <laughs> Good calls. Yeah. Uh, one more random John Hartford uh, detail that is that he was buried in a cape. Uh, what? In his coffin, he has a cape. Like a vampire? Yeah. Which is <laughs> kind of great. I thought it was a Batman cape. Is it? I, don't I know. think so. Yeah. That's, That's what it, Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> cape either way. So a bulletproof cape. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, you want, shall we play this uh, Salt River? I think we're going to yeah. switch around. Do you want to play this? Uh, sure. Banjo? Feel free to get it into whatever tuning you want. So Eli's grabbing a banjo and I'm grabbing the guitar. <laughs> we can kind of meet him like, well.
good birds here. That sound is like I think I'm hearing my neighbor's parakeet or something, but it's just a <laughs> wild bird. Yeah, the yeah, bird. all the birds sound like pets here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you, uh, there's a lot of <clears throat> cockatoos up in the trees, the big white parrots, and I was really scared to see one as roadkill. Oh my god! <laughs> because they're so beautiful, but also, it, growing up, a parrot was something really exotic. Yeah. And uh, not here. To, <laughs> to see, some, we've seen a lot of roadkill in the space in the last 20 hours or so, but uh, no, no cockatoos. Just a lot of wombats and um, oh. kangaroos and, uh, and a echidna. Echidna. You saw a dead echidna? Oh no! Yeah, yeah. it's prehistoric. Yeah. Uh, so Eli. Will you tell me... Roadkill is my favorite intro to my story in music. So great. That's great. Yeah. <coughs> I was looking for a good segue. <laughs> you set it up for me. I, I actually laid that out there, too. Yeah, good. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, what were you going to ask? <laughs> I was going to ask how you got into playing music, and was it trad music that you first got into? or? Uh, not, not totally. I, I was a Suzuki kid, Yeah. so I did um, the fiddle when it was the... 164th or yeah where it's like a christmas christmas ornament <laughs> yeah, size yeah good <laughs> doesn't make any noise uh <clears throat> did that until the predictable age of maybe 10 where i thought the guitar was way more cool than uh, than the fiddle turns out fiddles maybe cooler but maybe. uh <laughs> i just had my eyes on uh, on a guitar and my mother <clears throat> was really smart she said great go for it but you have to do the same method so I had to yeah. learn classical and I had to read on guitar which I've since let go yeah uh, which I'm totally fine with but uh, the the impetus or ha being able to claim okay I want to play this instrument so I owned it more mm. than the violin in yeah. a way but still have the same method of like all right you really need to learn it so um, I also got into CCR so we could do a yeah. passive-aggressive cover of a CCR <laughs> song maybe but, <laughs> Bad Moon Rising. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> let's see, beyond that, um, I didn't really get into to acoustic music until maybe late high school. And then there was a really pivotal moment in college when I was at a house concert. I was 19 and I, I had a beer, so I was mostly excited about that. But <laughs> um, but it was a house concert with uh, Matt Flinner and Todd Phillips and David Greer. And uh, mm. alcohol or not, it was pretty incredible um and that i wanted to be matt flinner that was it and i thought i'd be a mandolin player and um but guitar was my kind of home base sure and I've, I've since played a lot of a fair amount of mandolin and some banjo and uh, the fiddle's creeping back in which has been pretty satisfying um for me i don't know about yeah. anyone else but, uh and um yeah and i i never thought i would become a full-time musician I didn't really admit it until recently. Uh, yeah. I had a, a real job after college, and I was checking off all the boxes. I almost got married, bought a house. Uh, sure. Was doing the conventional. A, doing the IRA. Stuff. Or the, yeah. yeah. All that stuff <laughs> that um, musicians should be more hip to. But, uh, yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, I just had this really great moment where I hit eject, and I uh, started playing in a duo with a guy named Kahalen and did that for about six years. And, um, we helped put each other kind of on the map and even develop our own style, which was really satisfying. We weren't that trad, but 
we're interested in trad sounds. Yeah, what kind of style was? Uh, mostly brother duets. And, Bro- yeah, very um, good. Original material, and uh, so then uh, from there, I've I've really gotten pretty comfortable with being in multiple projects and um, getting to run around Australia with John's pretty wonderful and. Um, I listened to John a lot in college, so mm. um, that's that's not a an age dig. That's just I'm just that's saying fine. that. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm, glad I <laughs> I'm catching up to you. Don't I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had such good taste when you were in college. <laughs> uh, I, I had a really hard time with um, music with words in it in college, especially when I was trying to study. So I got really instru- into instrumental music. What so do you like, mean you had a hard time with it? You mean well, writing it or listening? To well, it? the the act of listening oh, I was into, but but I if I wanted to do anything else, right? I c- I couldn't not pay attention to the song. So I yeah, yeah. I started to get into um, instrumental music quite a bit, yeah. and also just creatively, I was interested in that. So uh, there's this record, One Quiet Night, by Pat Metheny, that I, was pretty formative for me. Is Pat Metheny the one who like sets up like MIDI controlled instruments? Yeah, like, that's so another that chapter of his like, okay. okay. Yeah, not so much that. He okay, he did a, a record with on a baritone guitar, uh, a mm. Linda Manser guitar that uh, that's just a really great record. So that was a big one. Like uh, I kind of had the funny Leo Kotke phase and the, um, of course the Tony and Clarence phase and but really settled on these um, instrumental records that were they could be passive and active listening. They, they could be going on in the background, yeah. or you could be really digging into what was going on. So, Up in the Woods was was one of those for me. So, right. um, but since then, I, I play. I just made a record with a Norwegian fiddler, um, mm. Olaf Mielva, and that'll come out in the new year. And uh, have you played? Are you are y'all playing Norwegian music? In that? Uh, some, some, but mostly original stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. But in that ilk, definitely. Right. And um, just. Uh, made a record with Andrew Marlin from Mandel and Orange. He has a great instrumental record coming out called, um, it's already out actually. Uh, I always get, I always feel weird watching like the Stephen Colbert show. They tape it like it, they, they sound like they're live, but right. it was taped like two days ago. So oh, just, really? You know, I had a, I had a moment there like, oh wait, when is this coming out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's called Buried in a Cape actually, to that, that reference to John Hartford. Um, and you wait, sorry, were you on the Colbert Report? No, uh, no. What that you, was a, you're saying this right now, like because this, the yeah. what we're doing, and then is, yeah, okay. just having a <laughs> moment. And then we're the Dateline thing. That's also weird. We're in Sydney, you know, we're we're a day ahead of yes. everyone else. Yeah. <sighs> oh, meta. it's a lot to keep track of. Mm, I'm uh, looking forward to going back in time. Yeah, home. back baby, back in time. And so anyway, uh, yeah, I just um, I'm in about four or five different projects and I, I um doing a lot of solo touring and yeah. recording now too which is fun so you've admitted that you're a full-time musician i have that's yeah. pretty recent okay like in the last it should have been five years ago but it's the last three years okay great yeah i still do some design work and other things but i mean music is really what has my heart yeah so. good well i'm yeah i'm glad you're all here and yes give up your morning before your flight to Tassie, right? Is that where you're going, Tassie? That's right. Yeah, very good. It's very exciting. Uh, yeah, to everyone I... else, that's Tasmania. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tassie, if you're, if you're local. Uh, Salt Spring? Uh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, we did Salt River, Salt Spring, keeping on the salty themes. Yeah. Uh, we could do Salty Dog, but... Um, <laughs> and just to round it out, we're going to do Sweet Marie after this. We yeah. could try and do Salty Marie. Yeah, we'll make it a little salty. Salt Marie. So this this is a tune. This is an original of mine that um, seems to have been 
or become a jamming standard yeah around the world i mean preceded me to australia so yeah. that's that's pretty cool mm. and um i'm pretty surprised by it but i'm i'll accept it i'm happy people like the tune has it has it like morphed at all and like have you heard people play it and say this is um, uh this th is salt spring and you're like oh is it yeah no, uh, not so much. They, I mean, the melody is very simple, yeah. and it's re really easy to hear the melody. I, and but on the mandolin, the technique I use is somewhat imitating uh, frailing banjo. So, oh, yeah. so, so like the B part would be like. Yeah. That, kind of that roll with the yeah. boom, ba da boom, ba da boom. Um, so the melody itself is is easy to hear in there. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the people will use different chord changes, which is cool. I yeah. like I like that. Um, what's the guy's name who makes banjos? Who lives in uh, in the Ozarks in Arkansas? Lucas Paul? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I saw a YouTube of him playing it. That and it was just a beautiful version mm. with, with slightly different changes. So yeah, Lucas is great. There's a there's a recording of um, at a music camp in Catalonia of people scatting it. What yeah. singing it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, and we can sing it on this. this <laughs> You guys go for it. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four.
What a sweet tune. Thank you. That must be uh, that must be honoring to like ha write a tune that seems to be like intuitive enough to like that people want to like latch onto it and get stuck in their head. Yeah, you know? it really that's that's the word uh, honoring. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I mean the the melody is simple. The chords are a little unusual, so they set off the melody nicely. Sure. So uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> our flight <laughs> left without us <laughs> but yeah it's it's just a, a little unique enough and and but accessible so yeah it's very great uh is this uh this y'all's first time to australia yes yeah and it's been an amazing trip i mean just sitting here with this i don't know it's 90 degree heat and uh with the smell of jasmine and the breeze and these palm trees and yeah wild birds all around. It's, I've it's had a lot of really awesome jams in this backyard yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah it's a really nice place to be. Yeah, yeah. this is my second time here but... Uh, second time, very good. Yeah, uh, first time I was... we were pretty busy and I didn't get to see a lot of wildlife but I've definitely made up for that uh, this time. We've kind of struck gold as far as... You've seen wildlife and not just wild death? <laughs> oh, we've seen a lot of wild death. Yes. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. We got to both hold little baby wombats yesterday. Oh, and, uh, they're the best. Yeah. They're and so it wasn't cool. like a weird... Such, they're such interesting creatures. They're like little pig squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> or at least as, as a little... Yeah. But then I guess they get bigger. They're kind of like a groundhog or something. Yeah. yeah. Like a really big groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> so you play this duet. Maybe I'll go... Yeah, take a little my break. laundry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, John's got some uh, play chores full, to do. Folding down the sheets or what, what yeah. is that to <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright, two salty tunes, uh, which probably offset that with uh, a tune called Sweet Marie.
Thanks, John. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to clap. I didn't want you to get a big head. All right, I appreciate it. Musicians need to be held accountable sometimes. That's right. So um, we have uh, one tune left. Uh, we're going to play this uh, Walk Along John to Kansas. Uh, but, but, or I guess just Walk Along John. Uh, and b before we do that, where can people go to find all your music? online and or getting get in contact with you um well i have a website designed by eli west um John uh, design work you were talking about yeah mm. <laughs> and uh and then i my bluegrass band is uh john rice and the jaybirds so the website is thejaybirds.com and on occasion eli performs with us as well very mm. good i have john's phone number if you want it. it's 604 uh <laughs> i don't know memorize it. yeah <laughs> john's home address <laughs> yeah and um, I guess CDs are available through CD Baby. Yeah. Mm. Good. So that that'll all be linked in the. Yep. The, you know, tap around on your phone until you bought all John's stuff. Yeah. What about you, Eli? I think you mentioned a couple. Uh, yeah. I think most of my records are available at my website, which is eliwest.fyi currently. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, though I think I have. I'm pretty high on the auction list for EliWest.com. So Ooh, so try that yeah. in a few months. <laughs> I didn't know FYI was a, an option. Yeah, FYI. Yeah. Good. It's a yeah, it's a nice handle. Yeah. Um, better than like dot biz. Dot biz. Dot yahoo. Dot club. <laughs> you can have a dot website. Actually, can I admit? Can I admit my first AOL handle? Oh my god, please! In seventh grade, it was ultimate e at AOL.com. Mm. Mm. I could probably still get email there. Mm. <laughs> You know, seventh grade, you're kind of wrestling with ego, and yeah, that's what I sound like. This is really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's the perfect seventh grade handle. Uh, shall we play this uh, Walk Along John? Yes. Thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure, and a pleasure to play music with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, good tunes. Okay, I gotta remember how this goes.
visit John Reichman's website at johnreichman.com, and if you click the music tab, you'll find a complete list of his albums with links to buy them. You should also check out the website for his band, John Reichman and the Jaybirds, at thejaybirds.com. Also, make sure to visit Eli's website, eliwest.fyi, and take a look at his tour schedule and buy his music. Get Up in the Cool is listener-supported. It's my job, and you are all my customers. Or maybe you're more like my employers. Somewhere in between, I guess. Anyway, if you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can afford to keep making it at this rate, visit getupinthecool.com and click the button that says Patreon. Then choose a support level that works for you and get its corresponding reward. Give a little, and I'll give you an on-air shout-out. Give a little more, and you could get access to the bonus track blog where I post the extra tune that my guests and I play for every episode, including this one. At higher levels of support, you could join me for a monthly online banjo workshop or download the whole Get Up In The Cool tune archive, featuring every tune and song ever played on the show, including the bonus tracks, tagged and separated from the dialogue for your listening convenience. Again, that's getupinthecool.com, and click the button that says Patreon. I also offer the show's exclusive bonus content in bulk at a discount. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click the link that says Store. Another way to support the show is to purchase a telegram if you'd like me to read a message on air for another listener of the show. You can also purchase a promotional telegram, and I'll read ad copy for your business, festival, or crowdfunding campaign. You can purchase those by going to getupinthecool.com and clicking store. Which reminds me, big thanks again to Elderly Instruments for sponsoring this episode. You can visit their website at elderly.com. Thank you to everyone who funds the show. Get Up in the Cool is lots of fun to make, but it takes so much time and effort and resources. I really couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. If you're unable to support Get Up in the Cool financially, I totally get it. I still want you to listen to the show, and I'm glad that you like it. But please, spread the show around to people who might be able to support it. I release a video for every episode, so if you like, follow, and join the Get Up In The Cool Facebook page and group and share the video posts, lots more people will hear about the show and hopefully pitch in. My schedule for next year is filling up, so if you want to book me, you should do it soon. Live Get Up In The Cool episodes can be a great way to raise the profile of your festival or camp and get more people to come out the following year. While I'm there, I can perform a set or two and teach all levels of Clawhammer banjo. For a booking, go to getupinthecool.com or camerondewitt.com and click contact. And if you're not an organizer but want me to come out to your favorite camp or festival, let them know about it. Fan recommendations are way more impactful than me just um, cold calling these places. If you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts or boxset.website. If you're having trouble finding anything I mentioned in this outro, it's all linked in the show notes on your device, my website, and the Get Up in the Cool Facebook page and group. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.